Hey there, welcome to the Dressage with Amelia podcast, where it's all about breaking things down and helping you learn to love your ride. I'm your host, Amelia Newcomb. These sessions are recordings from my Facebook Live, where I answer as many questions as I can from my audience. I hope you enjoy this episode where I answer your questions about dressage. Please help me out and share this with a friend who also rides horses. We are one minute late. We were rearranging and turning on the heater. It's raining. We're having winter right now. Yes, winter in California. Levi's scared. So there's noise outside. We don't really sure what it is. Yes. Tonight's topic is groundwork because and you'll be so proud of me. I actually did that at the clinic where I was this weekend. Yes. Her mom's going to share his groundwork experience. He's slowly getting one over Coming on board. Um, a couple of announcements first. If you didn't get a chance to watch the PIAF webinar that I did on Sunday, be sure to watch that this week because the webinar replay goes away on Sunday. And Sunday is also the very last day to sign up for the Dressage Groundwork Masterclass. So that Sunday's the cutoff date. We only do this course once per year. We've had a lot of people sign up for the course already, which is very exciting. It's one of my favorite courses. We're gonna be talking tonight about why you should use groundwork, when you should use it, how to incorporate it into your routine. We will be answering any questions that you have. And then we will also be going over a little bit of what's inside the Dressage Groundwork Masterclass. You haven't seen the back end. So we will share that as well. And we're going to be talking about groundwork, especially right now during the winter. Groundwork is really, really useful and a great way to stay a little bit more consistent with your horse. Barbara loves your beard. I was just saying you haven't shaved. Yeah, I got (laughs) I got behind it. I was was lazy a couple of days and then. Barbara said, not me, you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that that probably wouldn't be a good look. Anyway, and then I just, I was lazy and now now I'm lazier. That's what happened there. Okay, so you start off with uh, groundwork. Well, my clinic, it's not really a weekend. It was clinic during the week, but I'm just used to calling it on the weekend. So uh, Conrad was here and I got to Conrad Schumacher. And I got to ride one of my client's horses. Um, She was being exciting yeah she she gets distracted she doesn't have in that inner peace um which doesn't let the owner really have inner peace so the two of them not really not a great combination there but anyway so i rode the horse but i knew that she was distracted so um i just before i got on i you know saddled up and bridled and everything and then i did the simple turn on the forehand and then I held up the reins and I just rode her from the ground and I did I walked the, no I walked the 20 meter circle in and out moved the shoulders out and then I did the turn on the forehand with just like riding from the ground and she started to I could feel her body let go a little bit she started to focus more on what was happening on in the arena and up I went and you've been doing groundwork with her also like before the owner gets on and right and what did she say about that 
Oh, she said, we should have probably been doing this from the beginning. <laughs> and I did it at the beginning before I started riding her. And then I was like, all right, I'm good. On, and on I went. Yeah. But, but that's really the value in groundwork and in hand work is that it, it helps your horse warm up physically, right? So that their back is a little more up, they've loosened up, they've stretched their muscles. And then also mentally, if they're like distracted in a new place. It helps them relax mentally, the submission, the mental submission and get a little more focused. Yeah. And it's definitely a skill. If you have never done any kind of groundwork before, it feels very awkward. So it takes a little time to figure out like the correct body positioning and how to apply the aids because you really can apply the leg and the rein aids the same. Yeah. And I did. I had the reins like yeah. I do normally. I just rode from the ground and I put the stick. So it was like my inside leg. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can do all that stuff from the ground and then it makes a difference when you get on. You can definitely feel a difference in your horse when you've done the groundwork. And it's weird, isn't it weird in horses how you can feel that they've had groundwork done yeah. when you get on? Yeah. Why is that? I liken it to, you know, the ice cream that you dip in the chocolate and the chocolate gets hard. But when when the you've got the groundwork and they're softer, it's like that chocolate shell is crunched up and then you can get to the soft ice cream. Yeah. I don't know. All my analogies are food. <laughs> <laughs> they're just... I'm very food oriented. Yeah. So my groundwork story for the week, I got a new horse in training. One of my client's horses, he's a four-year-old by Vitalis. He's beautiful. Did you see him? Yeah. Big chestnut, like big neck, over 17 hands. He's a really big boy. And um, so I rode him for the first time. I did like a little lunging and a little groundwork. But then I really just wanted to get on and feel him because it was going to start raining. And so I wanted to be sure, like, OK, that I knew the horse a little bit before the rain started. Um, but with a young horse like that, I will spend a lot of time with that horse on the ground because he didn't really know what to do with his body and he doesn't understand the contact yet. And so rather than like trying to fight through it under saddle, the groundwork is such a useful tool that you can, that I can explain that to him, that I can show him like, put your hind leg here, accept the contact here, move sideways this way. And that horse, he's also very asymmetric, which is very typical of especially young, young horses. horses for sure. Like the left, he feels pretty good and like everything's smooth, but then you go to the right and it feels like a completely different horse. Like it, it doesn't even feel like the same horse. And so that's something again, that getting your horse more even left and right is really, really useful when it's done from the ground. So if you're watching here live, let us know in the chat, what is one groundwork exercise that you do with your horse on a daily basis? I hope that you're doing some groundwork and especially during the winter time, I think right now is a really important time where you have some groundwork skills so that you don't get in trouble. Right, because we're looking at a, a week of rain coming yeah. up. And so there's going to be a lot of out on the trail doing stuff, yeah. activity for the next week. Yeah. So And it's, it's always better for the horse and for the rider if you can avoid getting into like a bad situation um, and doing 
five to 10 minutes of groundwork before you get on can really save you that. So let's see. Um, someone said they start with a follow me and stop with me. Pressure down from the pull. So that's the pull release. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, I'm going to answer your question. I can reach his head. No, I've got the reins normal and then I've got them at the withers. And then um, I'm not understanding the location question. We're in uh, the city of Somas in the county of Ventura in California. Yeah, that but, is where we're located. Um, that's not, the clinic was up in Santa Inez, which is, was that, is that central California already? Anyway, it's, it's 100 miles north of us. Oh, good. You're doing the PF exercises. Okay, so I'm going to show quickly a little bit inside the Dressage Groundwork Masterclass so that you can see how it's structured. And for those of you that have already enrolled, we're going to be doing an orientation call on Tuesday. Um, Herman, you haven't seen this yet, but basically the way the course is structured is similar to the dressage training scale with we have pee off up here we have long lining up here and the the premise is that you want to start at the base of the training scale and then work your way up to the top with groundwork so you always want to start with basic ground manners then you work on suppleness exercises then connection exercises then lateral work and then you would do the pee off or and, the riding or the long lining yeah or some combination of them, right? Like sometimes you'll do, oh my gosh, Levi, we're not playing right now. <laughs> Levi thinks it's squeaky time. So sometimes you might do the pee off in hand before you ride. Sometimes you might just do some suppleness and connection exercises and then ride. Sometimes you might long line and then you may or may not ride. But it's always important that you start at the base and that you always start with suppleness from the ground. So suppleness exercises, what are suppleness exercises from the ground? Turn on the forehand, rain back. Well, I think a rain back is a little higher up, but yes. But it does supple them. Yeah. Gets their back up and such. Yeah. And then, so if you look over here on the right, so this is a look inside the Dressage Groundwork Masterclass. So the suppleness exercises I have are like bending, pull release, inside rein to inside hind. That's basically where you're just bending your horse and getting them to follow the rein, which is a, like, we talked about that in office hours. It's a really important skill. Their horse just follows the rein. And then we have student videos. So this is where I'm teaching students how to do groundwork before, which is, super helpful. Am and I in there with um, Elior? No, I don't think you made this course. I didn't make the cut. You're in the other course. <laughs> we have some rather exciting footage of Herman's horse bucking around. Um, so, so the courses organize into these seven modules. So the next module is connection. Then we have ladder work. So what's cool about groundwork is you can teach leg yield, you can teach shoulder in, you can teach Ronvere, you can teach half pass. All of those movements can be taught from the ground. And it's a lot easier, in my opinion, if you teach them from the ground. It's easier for you, it's easier for your horse. So then the PF training plan. And again, I made this little special training pyramid because Many people are good with the leg lifting, right? Like you've done the leg lifting exercise, but then how do you actually get to the half steps? 
And so this, these are the steps that you need to take to get to the half steps. You start with centering your horse. That's like getting them to go forward and back. Then you do the walking leg lifts, which is where you walk your horse forward and lift the leg. And then that transfers into the half steps. And I go through all of these step-by-step with a bunch of different suggestions for how to train the PF. And then of course, riding. I feel like the main goal of groundwork is to ride your horse. Lunging, there's a big section on lunging. There's a big section on long lining. Uh, So that gives you a little bit of an idea what is inside the groundwork course. Let me get out of this screen sharing. All right. Hello, everyone. We're back. But it's just a super useful tool to get your horse's body correct. And I've been in several clinics with clinicians where they have you get off and they do a little bit of in-hand work and then you get back on and it's like a different horse. Right. They manage to get the tension out of them. Yeah. And the other thing that's really cool about groundwork is for your horse, it's a lot easier for them to do the movements when you're not sitting on their back. Because like, I can't imagine trying to do yoga with With a backpack on. Right. It would be easier if you could figure out the move without the weight on your back. And And then then, once you know the move, if you put the weight on, you've already have a working understanding of how it all works. Yeah. Your body parts. Yeah. And so I get a lot of questions about like, how should you incorporate groundwork into your daily routine? Like how much should you do? How do you play around with that? What's your advice? How much should you do? Like how do you incorporate groundwork into your routine? What does that look like on a day-to-day basis? Minute, yeah, I don't know, a couple, three minutes before I get on. Maybe longer. Maybe. Depends on what the horse looks like. Yeah, and it depends on what your goals are. Like, if you're really wanting to train the pee-off, you might spend longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when I do the pee-off, it's longer. Yeah. Yeah. But the end goal is that you can get on and ride safely without doing a bunch of groundwork. Yes. That's the end goal. And so when I'm doing that groundwork, I'm just kind of waiting to see them take a breath, their eye gets softer, and then, oh, I have you, off I go. Yeah. But sometimes if, like for me, for example, with my FEI horses, there's times I don't do a lot of groundwork, but then there's times that if I get stuck with something, like they start feeling really heavy or stiff, or I just can't get the half steps under saddle, then I go back to do the groundwork. I may do it 10 to 15 minutes before I get on. Sometimes I'll warm my horse up, then get off, do some pee off work, then get back on them. Sometimes I might spend the whole ride um, doing the groundwork. And I forgot you've been teaching all your students how to lunge. How's that been going? Um, It's giving them a tremendous sense of independence because I don't have to get on the horse first. Um, then for Tico, then the canter transitions are so much easier. The horse is already loosened up. He's coming through. And then 
she doesn't have that a bit of anxiety before she asks because he's already been doing it for a couple of minutes before she gets on and she feels a difference in how soft and relaxed so because he's more relaxed she's more relaxed and because she's more relaxed he's more relaxed and because he's more relaxed you see how that goes <laughs> confidence for the horse and for the rider yeah and what's it like teaching someone who's never done groundwork before it's some it's some tough sledding because it's I think it's actually a little harder than the riding because in a way because you've got the footwork to do you've got the you know adjust the lunge yeah line. and now you have to look into the future and figure out where your horse is going to go next from the side yeah right and so now and then you're the the lunge whip has to act like your leg right and the lunge line is now both reins in a sense because it has to steer your horse turn your horse allow it to go forward get the circle bigger and because there's so many and i hadn't really thought about all the moving parts until i've had to teach people it and it's yeah. just like oh boy yeah and you had one of your students like tie the lunge line to the cross tie and then just work on like winding it up letting it right. out winding it up because with each hand because when you hard. lunge the, the loops are in the whip hand, which is the driving hand. And then your the lead hand is your rein hand. And so when you go the other direction, all that has to switch. And so you have to be able to feed the lunge line out, coil it back up, keep the lunge line off the ground. Yeah. But it, it is a really good skill to have because like Herman said, it gives you independence and it gives you confidence. If you can't do groundwork, you're always reliant on a trainer because like not only to get your horse in the trailer or something like that, but then also if your horse is fresh or silly and you don't want to get on, you don't, you, you have to have that skill. If, if you need to eat, you know, let some of the steam out of the pot. Right. right? Yeah. Then the lunging is really just, pretty much your only option unless you're going to get on and Yahoo buckaroo. Right. Which usually if you're not comfortable lunging, you're not comfortable getting, getting on. on and letting, letting yeah. them go. And so. yeah, but it's definitely a skill that I think isn't taught often enough because it's hard to teach. It's hard to learn, but it, it, it helps you so much. I don't know of any, top trainers that don't spend a little time with the horses on the ground because it's a different way to communicate with them in a way that a lot of times they can understand it better. So um, these are a few quotes that I have from our students that have done the groundwork class. And I love this one. This is from Christine in Germany. She says, I love groundwork now. I never did it before because I was told that only people who are too lazy to ride do groundwork. Today, after doing groundwork, my horse started going forward and became really soft in my hands. I love the feeling. Going forward, this is the secret. So I I love that. It's just a, a way to help you and help your horse. And that's all good. Okay, a couple of questions. Um, so Esther had a question, which I think is really good. And she said she struggles with creating energy without tension in the PF. What do you think on the ground? Um, I'm going to think that the contact's too tight. Yeah, going back to suppleness and connection. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my first thought because you're creating all this power, but if it isn't elastic, 
you're going to make resistance because the horse is going, but doesn't feel like it can go. And so you're going to get that stiffness. Yeah. And that is the challenge of the Piaf is it's like telling your horse to go and stop at the same time. Right. It's go, don't go. They are trotting. Yeah. They're just going nowhere. They're going and not going. And so if your hands are blocking that, right, i.e. the reins are too tight, then it's just this stiff mechanical thing yeah. and the horse is not really relaxed. Yeah. So normally what I would do is go back to the basics and that's like everything in riding. If you're having trouble with a movement, how can you break it down, make it more simple and go back to the basics? So I would go back to the leg lifting. I would go back to the turn on the forehand. Both of those are going to help with getting it softer in the contact. Go back to the rain back exercise. And that's what I broke down on Sunday is like, here's the steps inside the PF webinar for how to teach your horse to PF. And then you try it and your horse gets tense and you have too much tension. And then you go back to the basics. And same thing in riding, you know, like you try a little bit of PF and then you realize you have to go back to trot, walk, trot transitions or, you know, shoulder in to get your horse more supple. That's just. That's the deal. Yeah. It's. There's no magic bullet. It's just this, that it has to be. There is no magic bullet, but there's also a sequence for how well, we train. Yeah. Like uh, we were talking today and we were saying how training horses is not linear, right? Because every horse is different. And yet there, there is a plan. Like there is the training scale. There is a sequence that you do follow. And then within the sequence, you make adjustments based on what your horse needs. So um, that's a good point. So let me see. There's a few, if you, any of you have questions in the chat, go ahead and type them in. Um, here's one from Kara. She says, whenever I try to long line my mare, she bucks. How do I get her to accept the line behind her buttocks? Okay. That's a good question. So I would recommend that the first step is just getting them used to having like a line draped around their butt. Right, just standing. Yeah. Just, just standing, standing and you put it around her back and and, and not and have it connected to the bit to start with. Just drape the lunge line and then get them like walk them forward, get them used to feeling that pressure. Right. You gotta find the way to desensitize her to that line so that she's not, oh my God, what is that? So you do it standing still, you walk around a little bit, hug her with it, you know, tell her she's great, pet her when it's on her, and slowly, slowly you get her more used to it. it yeah. It takes time. Yeah. And it it can be really useful to long line with a rope around your horse's croup because it helps them to tuck their butt under because basically the pressure of the line is such that when they go to, like, come above the contact it tucks their butt under like the pressure goes to the hind leg so it's a cool tool to connect the hind leg to the bit really that's like what it's doing my words of caution about long lining is that it's super complicated and you have to be very skilled on the ground because you don't want things getting tangled yes tangling is bad and you're and that's horse, bad bad so 
your horse also really, really needs the correct foundations. And that's what I teach inside the dressage groundwork masterclasses. Like start here, do this, do this exercise. You don't just start with long lining. Long lining is like Grand Prix of groundwork. You have to start with the basics. And that's really, really important because if you go out and try long lining with a rope around your horse's croup, you're going to have an accident unless unless you've you done the correct steps. To that. Yeah. So um, let me see. So someone says, when I do the leg lifts, I use the word lift. Is this wrong? So I would say when I do the leg lifts, the way that I do it is I cluck to them when their leg is up. Because for me, that transfers better into under saddle because I do the cluck on the ground and then I do that same cluck when I'm under saddle. So they hear the signal and they think lift their leg. But if you want to say lift, you yeah, can you can, you can, they can associate the word. It's not, it's not wrong in that sense. Yes. Okay. Next question. I recently started riding a horse who needs help with dressage and we're working on getting energy in the right places. It often falls onto the forehand. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's part of the learning, isn't it? Anyway, no, I'm being funny. Or no, I'm trying to be funny. I thought I was okay, funny. Okay, here's the thing. Transitions within the gate, because that's absolutely normal, because the horse's engine is in the haunches, so you push it forward. And unless you have the right balance in your hands and the horse, they're going to clunk down on the forehand. And that's when you go, oops, and then you make adjustments. The the falling on the forehand is, is a reaction to your aid. So that's information. That's the horse saying, hey, when you do it like this, you're going to get this reaction. So then you have to adjust your aid. You need a little more rain. You need a little less leg. You need a little faster post. You have to adjust your aiding so the horse gets it. Yeah. But I also, you know, horses are naturally built on the forehand. Yes. Like when they just stand by themselves, their head and neck weighs a lot more than their tail. And their center of gravity is, is over by the wither right. somewhere. And then we sit on top of them. And, and we want that center of gravity back under us. And that is a learned response. Yeah. But it's also, you can work on that from the ground. And that's, I want you all to watch the PF webinar. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, it's not about just teaching the PF. It's about teaching your horse how to rebalance and how to take more weight behind. And a lot of that can be done from the ground. If I have a horse that's really on the forehand, the groundwork can help to solve that by doing turns on the forehands, teaching them to rein back. You can do walk, halt, walk transitions from the ground. Because the exercises create a situation where the horse readjusts its weight and then it learns how to do that. But it you, develops the muscles. Right. But again, you say turn on the forehand and the horse has to figure out how to do the sit up, lift the leg, rotate around. And as they get better and better at that, yeah, the muscle comes up. But there's also the horse understands how to shift its weight back. It isn't that isn't, oh, I took the rein and I put my leg on and now my horse knows how to collect. Right. All those exercises, the horse learns yeah. how to fun and make its body function that way. Right. 
And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. And we all get stuck there sometimes is how to break it down into those pieces so that you can teach your horse how to move their body, how to adjust their weight, how to engage the correct muscles. If you think about it, what dressage is, is it's like physical therapy for the horse because it's all about getting a horse to use their body more efficiently and more symmetrically. But the hard part is that we can't talk to our horse. We can't be like, hey, horse, like you're on the forehand. We need you to take more weight behind so you can be better balanced and stay sounder for longer. Right. The exercises teach them that. Otherwise, sure, I get on and I put the aid on for pee off. Why doesn't the horse pee off? I put the aid on it. So. so they have to learn these things. They have to learn how to use their body like that. And that's our job. That is our job to teach them. And I, it's super important that you understand if your horse isn't doing what you want, it's either because they don't understand or physically they can't do it. It's not because, or because maybe you've been inconsistent with your training, but it's never because they don't want to or they're like intentionally being bad horses are not devious evil creatures they're not malevolent by no, nature no they don't lie cheat or steal they don't have a frontal unlike load. humans <laughs> they 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 like my coach tells me they go the way you ride them yeah. if you don't like the way they're going change the way you ride yeah yep and that's the beauty of groundwork really is becoming a better horseman figuring out how to talk to your horse in a different way and break things down and explain it to them so anyways uh sunday's the last day to sign up for the groundwork Masterclass. we would love to have you join and we have a lot of great content coming up we did a lot of filming herman flew the drone for us um for those of you in stride we filmed cavalettis oh yeah with the drone how did it look from above um they look good you know, the yeah. patterns were good and it was really simple i was having some trouble because i had to redo the the app yeah technology and then it wasn't letting me load up and so it, all the safety parameters were there and i couldn't go beyond the safety parameters so i was having some trouble getting the drone where i needed it actually i never got it to where it needed it because i didn't have yeah. enough time to undo the app and redo anyway love technology i'm i'm so ready to step into the 21st century with all well, of this. we appreciate your drone filming because okay. it's so helpful it's so helpful to see things from above and you took some notes at the conrad clinic so I hopefully did. we I will did. have some nice conrad schumacher exercises coming up in the future and that was a funny little thing too because i was like well i'll have to take notes tomorrow because i got to get a pen and a notebook and then a friend of mine he had used his cell phone and he said there's like a notes app in it so I went to the notes app and I, you know, I typed things into my phone, into the notes wow. app. Yes, Congratulations. I did. Congratulations. Yes. I've invented fire. You're so techie. <laughs> yeah. But Conrad is, is a, he's a German master. He's a German trainer and he trains all through exercises, like through patterns, figures, yeah. exercises. Did he have Cavaletti set up? He didn't do the polls this time. Oh. You know, normally of, he does. He normally yeah. does the polls for the warm up. Absolutely. Yeah. He's big on that. Yeah, but I learned the snowman exercise from Conrad. We also filmed an awesome um, exercise that we learned from Conrad, the shoulder in Ron Vare push, push to, to the, the center, center line, line turn half, and half pass. pass. 
So we did that. that. He did without the half pass because the horse was uh, not so far along. Yeah. So we did the shoulder in and the Ron Bear. Yeah. But it's, it's just so fun to learn, continue. Learning. I had that thought too, because I was away for a couple of days, right? Yeah. Just at the clinic, sitting, watching. And then I got to ride and just, just yeah. be in that environment. And I was just like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. It's just awesome. Yeah. It's really, it's what we love about riding and about dressage and horses is that you're never done learning. And so it's just gathering more information. And the more that you get to be around really experienced and good trainers and learn new approaches, that helps you. And every horse is a little different. So sometimes you have to try a different exercise or a different approach. It might not work for that horse, but it works super well for another horse. Right. And then the more experience that you have, the better. And that's where someone like Conrad, he's, how old is he? I 75, 85. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not 85, but he's trained so many horses and riders that he knows exactly what to do. He's like a magician. He's like, do this, do this, do that. And, and then the all of a sudden you know, your horse is soft and like through and supple. Uh, for, to set up for the flying changes. So we did 20 meter circle on the 20 meter circle. Shoulder and haunches in, shoulder and haunches in, shoulder and haunches in, and then turn through the circle flying change. And so oh, all that's of that, a good one. Yeah, right? Yeah, you see it. The horse just sort of with the shoulder in and the haunches in. I'm rounding around on the circle. I got control of the hind legs. We're moving them all. Had them right underneath her and pow. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, we have lots of fun stuff coming up. And we hope to see you in the Groundwork Masterclass. If not, we'll see you next Thursday. Same time, same place. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions. And I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.